0: Welcome to another episode on Socks Entertainment Podcast. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. What have we got this week? Do you want to go first on what we've watched? I don't have anything to refer to from last week's episode. Oh, okay. In terms of backtracking and doing any public apologies
1: for things that I may have said. Earlier in this week, I was like, nothing's come out yet. And then like Thursday and Friday, everything came out. Oh, okay. Um, not everything by which i mean like two things i watched a few things there is new on netflix iron chef oh that i'm actually excited about is it proper japanese no it is almost racially making fun of japanese people even oh. if there's a japanese person on it but just the way he's like hello no, no, if he wasn't a japanese person it would it would be racist
0: but isn't that the thing of iron chef is him Hamming all of
1: that up. Yes, but it was like a bit like... Ooh. So it's like the challenges that come on are already chefs, right? Yes. I can't remember how much of this is the same as the original. Yes, in the original SBS version, <laughs> they were already chefs. And then they come on and then they challenge one of the already chefs. One of the iron chefs. One of the iron chefs. Yes. Right? Right. And then they have the thing and they have a special ingredient and you have to use that in all the dishes. All the dishes? Yeah. Yes. Of which there are five and you have an hour to cook them. Yeah. You and your two sous chefs. The Iron Chef, I only watched one episode. The Iron Chef was Australia's own Curtis Stone.
0: Ooh, how's his Japanese?
1: Uh, It wasn't Japanese. Okay. Um, And one of Curtis Stone's restaurants is a butcher slash cooker thing. Yep. Where he butchers meat and then cooks it on open flame. Oh. Right? Yep. So the challenge this week was the special ingredient was lamb um, and you had to cook it on a flame. Oh. So it's like this is right up your alley. And they just happened to have chosen
0: Curtis Stone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, The the host is corny as fuck. A lot of puns and stuff that weren't that great. But it was all right. It was good. It was it kind is of Iron not Chef. as good as I remember Iron Chef being though. I don't know. Mm. But then it was like, you know, and they get judges and they had to do this and they had to follow this rule and blah blah blah. And they all got it up in Curtis Stone one. Do they have
0: food judges and then I remember on the other Iron Chef they had like two food judges and then a celebrity?
1: Do they have two judges? They're food judges and then the third judge was also a food judge. Okay.
0: <laughs> they have two they food have two. judges from and then what they I had a third judge who was a food judge who was also a food judge. <laughs>
1: From what I gather, they have two main stage judges.
0: Oh, okay, right. And then
1: a third guest judge each week. Yeah. Whether that's always gonna be a food person or like next week it'll be I don't fucking know, Kevin Kelly Costner Kelly Clarkson. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Kelly Clarkson's taken over Ellen's spot. That's entertainment related. Yeah. That happened and a while ago.
1: Jennifer Hudson's getting her own talk show. Oh god. Don't know why. We should move to Hollywood. We'll get a talk show. I don't know, I'm not a lady. No, but we'll have a couch each. Will it be like that episode of Family Guy where <laughs> Brian and Stewie have a talk show and they each do the talk show at the same time with the same guest and they talk over the top of oh, each other? Oh, yeah. Anyway.
0: It could be. What if we had an armchair each Yeah. and each week or day yeah. we choose a guest each and they come out at the same time? Yeah, right. Okay. I ask a question of the guest I've got, then you ask a question of the guest you've got, then I ask a question of your guest, and you ask a question of my guest, and we just alternate questions like that. Right. And then at, by the end of the episode, all of the audience have to do a quiz to make sure they kept up with it all.
1: <laughs> that sounds confusing.
0: And we dance in in sneakers and jeans. Because that's available now. Um, yeah, the Brett and I went recently to see the taping of a TV show. We did. The producer, she said a good thing, but it was probably much better a year ago. She, when she, we were all in the waiting room, and yeah. she was like, "There's music playing as we walk in, oh, so you've yes. all got to dance." <laughs> and she goes, "We're going for a bit of an Ellen vibe here." And I turned <laughs> to Brett and I said. Oh, and I said to it's Leon,
1: "Like, I hope the staff don't agree."
0: Yeah, an on-camera or an off-camera <laughs> Ellen vibe. Hopefully, an on. It was definitely uh, not any off-camera allegedly Ellen vibes to yeah. do with this show. We had a great yeah. time. And if they ever need someone on the panel, I watch a lot of news every week. I don't, but make jokes. But I can make jokes. A couple yeah. of jokes they stole from me. I said two jokes and you said too and jokes. i think
1: what the both of the jokes that i said that
0: the other comedian said got cut didn't, didn't make it <laughs> past the legal department we won't give away what show it is but you probably have guessed it by now and but also, also if you have been
1: paying attention to our podcast then you might know
0: and also if you have been paying attention to our instagram at odd socks entertainment then you will have seen us check in at this place also it was having me paying attention <laughs>
1: Which I watched this week, uh, as I do every week, and I highly recommend it. It's very funny, and as I guessed while we were taping, the, the joke about handjobs did not make it. No, the joke yeah. about handjobs didn't make it. Neither did the joke about Prince Andrew. <laughs> um,
0: I'm not sure my joke from a few weeks ago about Bruce Willis would have made it. I've totally no. paying attention either. What have I watched this week, you ask? You didn't, yes. but uh, it's the segment that we're in, so I'll tell you. I watched, again, the first episode of two series. Okay. One of them is colloquially on the internet being called The Gay Pirates Show.
1: Oh, yes, with Taika
0: Waititi. Yes, it is a Taika Waititi production uh, and it stars Rhys Darby, who you will know... As the manager of the Concords in Flight of the Concords, or the Flight of the Concords. Yeah. The manager of the Flight of the Concords yep. in Flight of the Concords.
1: Did you want to say Flight of the Concords one more yeah. time? He
0: is very funny. It's also got quite a few people that will you will have seen in other shows. Uh Hodor is in it. Hodor? Yeah. Oh. He says lots of words actually. Uh and Nat Faxon. From our least favourite sitcom oh, no. is in it. Well, he wasn't
1: the worst one.
0: He was almost the best. He was the second best one.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: We've ranked them, much like we're ranking the all of
1: our sitcom people. So how did you find that? Did it grab your attention within the first 45 minutes? It's a sitcom length. So I'm so going to give episodes? it a second episode. I only watched oh, one. Oh, okay.
0: Because I said to Sh- Shane wanted to watch another one, but I said I want to watch... Another something. Yep. Because we're recording the podcast. So okay. I watched one. It was okay. Right. It is very dry. It's dry and a bit absurd. It
1: sounds like... So yep. the
0: story is Reese Darby is a wealthy landowner who gets bored and so he decides to become a pirate.
1: Yeah. But instead okay.
0: of joining a crew he buys a ship and hires a crew and like one of the jokes is that he pays his crew a salary right okay and buys food for them and he's kind of as a captain somewhere more much more like um, jack sparrow no <laughs> much more like um a youth leader trying to reform these pirates oh okay and like he reads them bedtime stories and there are some quite there were some quite funny moments. I am very interested to see what comes next. Tycho Waititi plays Blackbeard. Okay. But not in the first episode. So I'm interested to see um oh, right okay. how that comes into it. And I think there's gonna be a little bit more pirature in future pirature. episodes. So I'm gonna give it an episode. Not two. pirating? Uh, no, Pirature. It- and
1: by that do you mean um stealing it and downloading illegally or Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, I hope right. that their ship goes out and gets me uh season 3 of Happy Endings from
1: ABC. <laughs> okay. Um so that is so do do you recommend it? Or is it one of those things where it's like if you have this specific type of humor, you will like it. If, if, you, if you don't, you won't. If you liked Flight of the Concords and
0: if you liked What We Do in the Shadows, which is the New Zealand mm, vampire like? show, Mm. Uh, then you will like this probably more than I did. I okay. wasn't a huge, huge on Flight of the Concords. Yep. I liked the movie What We Do in the Shadows and haven't watched a lot of the TV show of it. Okay. But I liked those. So that's why I'm going to give it a second episode. Good. Okay. Of um, the Gay Pirate Show, which is actually called, I don't know if I said it at the start, Our Flag Means Death. Yes, I don't think you did say <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. So don't Google Gay Pirate Show. And if you do, don't blame me for what comes up in your results. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Get on to Binge in Australia uh, and HBO Max in the States for Our Flag Means Death. If you don't have either of those and you really, like, have to watch everything Reese Darby ever does in his career, then you can buy it on Apple TV as a standalone series.
1: Mm. Right.
0: Yeah. You watched... Something for Pride Month.
1: I mean. uh, yeah, being Pride Month, there's so much gay Oh, shit. that's
0: why I watch the Gay Pirate mm-hmm. Show. They've not got gay yet, though. In They'll, get gay yep.
1: They'll get gay later. Yeah. They'll get gay later. Everybody does. They're at sea. <laughs> They're surrounded by semen. They'll get gay we. later. I watched... Speaking of surrounded by semen, I watched the movie Fire Island.
0: <laughs> yes. I would not have thought this was something that needed a movie from what I've heard of Fire Island. It is meh. Oh, okay. That's just much more generous than what you said before I hit record. Meh. Yeah. Attra- is it, it just is an hour and a half
1: of attractive men? Uh, a little bit, yeah. It's okay. an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, The problem I had with it okay. is that... The main cast are outcasts of gay society. Yep. But go to Fire Island and they have their gay friends and they do all the stereotypical go to this party and do this and do all the drugs and 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 it's all just about having sex. Yeah. But then they're like, we don't fit in with gay culture. I'm like, what the fuck! Like, it just didn't make sense. Fire Island is gay culture. <laughs> it was coming from the whole like hookup culture and what is considered beautiful, and because they're Asian, they're not considered beautiful. But then he walks around in the speedos for the whole time,
0: and has lots of sex.
1: Well, there's not that much. Oh, the whole thing is just about your your self worth is reliant on how much sex you have. Okay. Which is what he thinks, but I guess by the end of it, I think they've kind of come. It's kind of apparently based a little bit on Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yeah. But from what I know of Pride and Prejudice, there's not much gay sex in that. I'd go so far as to say there's none in any of Jane Austen's Actually, the way that I recognised that it was like Pride and Prejudice, other than... That at the very start of the movie, the main character who narrates the movie is named Elizabeth Bennet. Yeah, is played by Keira Knightley. Uh, no, <laughs> is quotes Pride and Prejudice. Um, Colin Firth drives <laughs> the boat to Fire Island. Is that when I watched Pride and Prejudice, the the um, Keira Knightley one? Yes, I was like, who is this fucking Mister Darcy? He is insufferable yeah. and a painful thing. Why is anybody attracted to him? I thought that about the Mr. Darcy equivalent <laughs> in this thing. I was like, he has no personality. Well, I don't get what the big idea is. Is that Colin Firth?
0: Not in, the, not in Fire Island. No, in no. Keira in the, Knightley's. No.
1: He did like some BBC thing. That's the one earlier that, on. that
0: everyone loves. Yeah. That like, if you like Jane Austen, you watch that one.
1: I can't remember the guy. The Mr. Darcy is now one of the people in succession in the Kira Knightley one. I can't remember his name. I'm trying to look. He's not in the top credits, which is odd. Rosamond Pike. It is Mr. Darcy in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, Matthew McFadgen. That's it. Yeah. Kira Knightley. Matthew McFadgen. Brenda Blethyn. Yeah. Blethyn. Donald Sutherland is Mr. Bennett. Yeah, he's not great. Uh, Rosamund anyway. Pike is Jane Bennett and Carey Mulligan is Catherine Bennett. Yes. Um. Oh, Judy
1: Dame Judy Dench is Lady Catherine de Bourgh. It's a British movie. Yeah. If she's not in it, Maggie Smith or Helen Mirren is. So, Or both. Or two of the three. Um, yeah, it was not great. I just didn't get the whole premise of the storyline
0: and the fact that then that premise didn't line up with actually what happened.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. And I, I, th- I was expecting this to be funny. Like, one of the stars is Bowen Yang, yeah. who's a comedian... On SNL. So I don't really also... I also didn't like the part of the movie where he references old SNL sketches as part of his character. I was like, that seems a little bit self-serving. No, that's meta. <laughs> Fuck on <all> that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like... It had its moments. I thought it would be funnier. Don't remember laughing. Okay. But it was also like very... Because it's a rom-com. It's a rom it's a rom... If you don't remember laughing, it's a rom. It's a rom-com. Um, that's, it's quite predictable.
0: Yeah. I don't like predictable. And that's it's predictable even if you don't remember the story of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. I also watched the first episode of The Outlaws. Okay. Neither of my things are brand new. No. I think okay. The Outlaws was from last year. <laughs> but it's something that I've been meaning to watch for a while. It is. Have you heard of the show Mayans MC?
1: Is that the one that was a spin off of Sons of Anarchy? Are yes. The Yeah. Called The Mayans? Big, a big actual drama. Yes.
0: Right? One of the creators of that has paired up with Stephen Merchant, oh, the co creator of The Office, yeah. Extras, um, Idiot Abroad, all of that. Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant stuff. Yeah. We expected it to be funnier. It is very funny, okay? But it's very well done because it has lots of serious drama and as regular listeners to the two episodes of this we've recorded so far will know, it is very character based. Okay, that's so good I for like. You. Yep. So, it is Christopher Walken
1: Mm. Uh, Stephen Merchant wait, wait, wait. are in it. Should I do try do my impression? Yeah, again? you do.
0: Because the Walken. Can you say I stole the heat gun? Wait, <laughs> I stole. Nah, nah, fuck. Um, that was going to turn into Rocky. I think so, <laughs> Stephen Merchant's in it, uh, and Christopher Walken, as well as other people that you will have seen in some British things. Yep, uh, and some young people as well. Uh, it's about. Five or six. People who are doing community service for various things. Okay. And all of those people are a type. Yep. And so it starts with them doing community service. Only two of them, you actually know why. Okay. The main young girl and Christopher Walken. Right. All the rest, we're getting bits of their backstory Mm. as we go along in the serious drama thing. It's very good. The drama is well done. The comedy is well done. I really do think Stephen Merchant just wrote it and gave himself some of the best lines. Well, I would do that if I was writing something. I certainly did when I wrote things. And, uh, yeah, so the drama and the character stuff is done well, but also the comedy stuff is proper funny. My main issue is Christopher Walken... Sounds like Christopher
1: Walken. He, he always does, yes.
0: Not only do I think if you asked him to do a British accent, he couldn't do any of them. Right, yep. But also if you're going to cast Christopher Walken, you're not going to ask him to do an accent because he's Christopher Walken. Yes. So then he has a daughter who has a quite strong Northern English accent. Right. right? Who then have – she has children – who have a London accent?
1: Are they in London now?
0: Well, they're, no, they're in Bristol now, but they not a London accent, a generic okay. English accent. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. Right, accents change. Yes, but also Christopher Walken still has full Christopher Walken accent. Okay. Even though by the age of his daughter, you would think his character has lived in England for 40 years.
1: Oh, right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. And if you took our friend who moved from Manchester to Australia 40 years ago, and he's put him back gone in a Manchester bit. now. Mm. He does not sound like that. No. But the trade off is Christopher Walken being Christopher Walken. Right. So. That's worth it, And how long are these episodes? They are of drama length.
1: Ooh, so 45 to an hour. 50 minutes,
0: yeah. And how
1: many... Did you watch one episode and didn't grab you in that one episode? I watched
0: one episode and it grabbed me in that one episode. so you watched another one. I'm not watched another one because then we had to watch the footy last night. Oh, of course. Okay. We actually thought it would be a 22-minute episode. So we started it and we're like, yeah, we'll just watch one before the footy starts. So we had to watch the last third of the episode at halftime. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) So So it grabbed me enough to make me come back at halftime and watch the end of the episode. Right. Uh, It's good. It's called The Outlaws. The Outlaws. And uh, funnily, though, the soundtrack is a lot of Western-style music. And I was about 20 minutes in and I was like, Oh, because it's called The Outlaws. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was about to turn to Shane and go, what is with all this fucking Western music? I didn't know Mm. that Stephen Merchant was a fan of, you know, the spaghetti Westerns. Yeah. and I was like, oh, it's called The Outlaws. Right. So uh, that's that. I do recommend it. It is on Amazon. Okay. Okay. Uh, One more thing that's last year that I watched... Is called Reacher. Reacher Rounds, yeah. That's been out quite a while. Now, that's Fire Island.
1: I think there was one of them in there, yeah. <laughs> the
0: uh, Reacher, it is based on Lee Child's books. Uh, one particular, this series, is based on is The that Killing based Floor. based on
1: the Jack Reacher movies? Yes. And then so there's the, now a series The Jack Reacher.
0: Reacher movie was based on one of Lee Child's books where the main character is Jack Reacher. Okay. Uh, And they've taken another of Lee Child's books called The Killing Floor and based this series on it. It stars Alan Richson, who you may know from Titans, the DC story, or you may know from that show Blue Mountain State. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Interesting. He plays Jack Reacher. Yep. And he is six foot five. And big, big muscle. Yes, that's compared true. to Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise, who played Jack Reacher, there was a fair bit of criticism from Lee Child fans when uh, Tom Cruise was cast as Jack Reacher because Jack Reacher, the character, is actually Alan Richardson's size. Uh, in yes. the books, he's six foot five, and Tom Cruise is five foot seven. Mm. But Tom Cruise did do a good job in Reacher, uh, Jack Reacher, the movie. The series Reacher is good if you like crime. Cool. And uh, big men punching things. Because Alan Richardson does a lot of punching.
1: Right. Okay. I,
0: I do recommend uh, that. That is also on Amazon Prime.
1: I watched and I started watching a series that I've been meaning to watch for a while. It's not from last year, I think it's from about 2018. Um, it's The Orville. Okay. It's created by Seth MacFarlane. Okay. And my first thing when I ever watch live action Seth MacFarlane is I'm like, just stick to voices.
0: Yeah. It's weird seeing I your face sound like Brian.
1: Yeah. I can't picture it. Like, you know, it's just weird to me. Yeah.
0: It's like a Star Trek. When he hosted take. the Oscars. Oscars. Yeah. It was like, mm, Brian is hosting the Oscars. This I weird.
1: would have been better. I think it would have been better if he came out and hosted the Oscars as Dewey Griffin. As, like as that would have been different funnier. character yeah. every And now your host Dewey Griffin and then I see he's my friend Peter Griffin and then anyway. Yeah. Went. Um it's like people a...
0: would people would have had not known that he voices all those characters and would have been like how well, is he doing all what these voices each each segment?
1: Maybe we should give an award an Oscar for like voice voicing. acting yeah. anyway that's my note. Um <laughs> It's a Star Trek kind of piss-takey kind of thing. Yeah. They're in the space. It's like 400 years in the future. He's a space captain. Blah, blah, blah. There's a guy that looks like um, the one from Next Generation. Anyway.
0: Okay, yes.
1: Um, it's good. It's not as funny as these other stuff. But it's also not purely just a stupid comedy like his other stuff. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of drama and action in there. and Good characterness. characterness. Good characterness. It's it's set 400 years in the future, but there's still plenty of times for an 80s reference.
0: Well, it is the 2010s. What is a 2010s show without eighties
1: references? That could be part of my rant. Um, it's good, but then it's also like sometimes, there was some things I laughed out loud funny. Oh, that's good. Because some of the funnier things when it is, you know, they're on a ship and there's different alien species. Yeah. And it's all like, human culture, they're talking, like, there's a few humans, blah, blah, blah. And then the alien, whatever, who's all, like, serious is, like, I do not understand. Uh, so, it's, you know, something yep. funny like that. Yep. And there was one thing I r- laughed at really funny at. And this guy was, like, it's a bit complicated. He's, like, he gave this quote from his culture that was really inspirational. And he said that you. it is custom in my culture that you respond with something from yours. And she goes, I'm a survivor. I'm not going <laughs> to give up. i got whatever the lyrics are. And then he goes, the alien guy goes, oh, who wrote that? That's amazing. And then Seth MacFarlane goes, "Uh, I think about 15 people, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's very One funny. One of them was Beyonce. One of them was Beyonce. It wasn't even Michelle Williams. Um." Yeah, so it's funny. It has its moments. It's not great compared to his other stuff. But if you like, if you like Seth MacFarlane, it's more his chance to be a nerd. Okay. Yeah, but it's good. Uh, And it is on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yes. Or you can buy buy all three seasons on Apple TV. I think it might also be for those in Australia. It might also be on SBS on demand. Oh, that's handy to know. There you go.
0: Um, Uh, One thing that I watched and I do not recommend, it's called The Wilds. Okay. Okay. So it is on Amazon Prime and I clicked it because I thought, oh, I think I've heard people talking about this. And so I watched the trailer and the trailer is Lord of the Flies, but girls. Ladies of the Flies, yes. So uh, these girls get marooned on a desert island Mm -hmm. and then shit happens. They have to shelter. They have to sort each other out, social, whatever. A survivor, yeah. Yeah. But then at the end of the trailer, Mm -hmm. there's one shot where someone is interviewing what are parents of a girl... And the parents say, I just think we might have made the wrong decision. <gasps> Which then you're like, oh, well, it's not just them. Maybe it's not just they're marooned on an island. Ooh. I watched 10 minutes of it. Okay. Oh. Okay. It starts with one of the girls from the island being interviewed by some kind of law enforcement authority. Oh, okay. So Spoiler. She at least she yeah. survives. So spoiler straight away, yeah. That a rescue party goes, which could work can work. Then it goes if you to do the, that straight up front. Yeah. yeah. Then it goes to the. I don't like it. Then it goes to the island. One of the girls has died. It's a time jump.
1: Oh God! All right. One yeah. of the
0: girls died, and they found a mobile phone.
1: <gasps> Ooh, a Nokia.
0: Okay. Then it jumps back. To the normal world. Rachel Griffiths is in a car crying. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. So I'm thinking she's a maybe a mum.
1: Rachel Yep,
0: yep. She makes a phone call and she to says... that mobile phone? Well, we don't know. Ooh. I've made my decision. It won't be popular, but that's my decision, is what she says. Okay. Then they cut to a jetty. Okay, there's a lot of jumping around yep. going on. And an agent... Gives a bag to another agent Ooh. and says, The orders have come in
1: from Rachel Griffiths.
0: Leave the girls there. Oh, bitch. All right. And he says, Oh, but a girl just died. And he said, Then he's told that this is the directive from the boss. Which, okay. Right. Leave the girls there. Interesting. Like, okay. Well, that's spoiled. And that's when I stopped watching. Okay. Because the whole thing,
1: like, it's the suspense not, is gone because you know it's a setup kind of thing. Yeah,
0: I, I thought the way they had the trailer set up yeah. was like we were going to get hints as we go along. In the first ten minutes, I know I'm watching the Hunger Games.
1: Yeah, but it's yeah, okay, and, and so that's it's not, not like, what I expected. It's not like the village,
0: and no, and it's not what I signed up for. <laughs>
1: so I watched Reacher instead. <laughs> right. I watched a movie last night. That's it. Uh, no, it's a new Netflix movie starring Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller, who's apparently in everything at the moment. Oh, that could be part of my rant. It's called Spiderhead. Oh. And it's kind of set in the near future, apparently, I think, or maybe the 80s if you listen to the soundtrack. Um, and it's there. So there's Prisoners. Yes. Who agree to undergo, like, medical experiments. Where they to take
0: l- Chris Hemsworth's face off and put it on Miles Teller. Yeah. No. No. They,
1: they undergo th- medical experiments to, like, shorten their sentence. or get to, like... Yep. You know, they're not in maximum security. That sounds like a great premise for a good... What could be a quite entertaining and interesting yeah. movie. It's disappointing it didn't quite turn out that way, in my opinion. Oh, Um... It was rated whatever it was, M.A., yep. right, for blood and gore, drug use, sex scenes, sexual references, and science fiction themes.
0: Was there any high-impact nudity? I don't think there was. That was one in Reacher that I texted you about, uh, and we thought, much like Paul Verhoeven, Verhoeven. said about uh, coming up in our Starship Troopers episode, that it's harder to get a breast through the senses than a bullet-ridden body. It was actually high-impact nudity. A guy was crucified and had his balls cut off.
1: That's quite impactful. <laughs> that was um, in Reacher, not in not Spiderhead. Not in Spiderhead. It could have been done a lot better, and I can't say much without giving it away.
0: Okay. <laughs> so give it a go. That's why we've put this in the Odd Sox Entertainment yeah. episode and not made a whole two-drink cinema review out of yeah, it. Yeah,
1: give it a go. Let us know what you think. But I question now if Chris Hemsworth is actually a good actor. Or if he's just got muscles. And I don't know if he really does. I don't know. I'm not convinced in this movie anyway if he's American accent.
0: It's kind of all over the place. I haven't seen him in anything with an American accent.
1: Is he not American in Thor?
0: No, he's... uh, Swedish. No, he's neutral. Oh, okay. British, Australian, American, neutral, white man accent.
1: Yeah. So, the rant that I would come from this is when you write a movie. Yes. I didn't think this was meant to be a comedy or funny anyway. It's the same. The screenwriters are the same people that wrote Deadpool. Um, okay. Sometimes your choice of song for a pinnacle moment towards the end of the movie is important. Yeah. And maybe it should not be Hall & Oates. Man Eater. No, that Rich other Rich Girl.
0: One. No, fuck. <laughs> Miles Teller and Chris Hemsworth just singing Rich Girl at the end of it.
1: It was just a weird. It was like a very pinnacle towards the end of the movie. I can't say anything because it'll spoil it. But there was like things going on and the background song was... You Make uh, My Dreams yes. Come True. Yes.
0: You make my dreams come true. And I was like, this is
1: set in the future. This is a second thing in the week that I've been watching that's set in the future, but still has 80s references. What is with the 80s nostalgia at the moment? I'm a bit over it. Okay. Again, that's the reason that I wasn't
0: sure when Donnie Darko was set. Yeah. <laughs> because it could have just gone like every other movie since the year 2000 and had been full of 80s reference, but it actually was set in 1988. Um, Yeah,
1: I... I I don't think we need. It's the Duffer Brothers' fault. I, it's just the flavor of the moment, and I get the nostalgia comes around. You know, it's no, 35, 40 years since these things have happened. So the people that are watching it, are like, that's from when I was a kid. I just hope that in ten years, if there's some serious sci fi movie that while the pe- like the peak of the movie is happening, that they play fucking TLC or Spice Girls or some shit.
0: No, it was It would be a blue Eiffel sixty five. <laughs> would be Backstreet's Back. Yeah. Imagine, I don't know how the movie ends, but Chris Hemsworth and Miles
1: Teller walk out to Backstreet's Back. Yeah. That'd be great. That would have actually made more sense than <laughs> all and notes, I <laughs> think, in the situation. I think it's worth a go. Yep. But it was also like the story and how it is is a little bit complex. The, the movie was only an hour 45. You could have spent more time... Going into the story and all the bit of twists and the plot and all that.
0: its uh, Length of movie is really interesting that, because the length is often dictated by the studio. Mm. And so the studio has decided this is an hour 45 movie.
1: But is Most it that likely. or is it that's how long it's written? Maybe they were, that, but the studio would cut it down.
0: The studio can cut
1: down. Yeah.
0: But because I feel like, you know, knowing all of the writers that I do, which I don't, yeah, um, I feel like it's always going to be longer yes. than what comes out. There's always deleted scenes. Yeah. So why? And when deleted scenes are cut at the cost of the movie, I don't like that. Because yeah. two hours is not too long. Yeah. Zack Snyder, three hours, 55, four hours, 10 minutes, whatever the Snyder cut of Justice League and or mm. is, is too long. Yeah. But two Why? hours for
1: Spiderhead... Yeah, not too is long. ...is not too long. I think that also some of the... Because, okay, this won't spoil too much because I think you get it early on. Okay. It's like they... So Chris Hemsworth's in there and you come in a room and then you're like, hey, how you doing today? It's like, do you... Acknowledge this, yada, yada. and then they inject you with certain drugs that then make you feel emotions. Yes, okay. Right? That's a good thing. Like, if you're an actor, that's like, oh, this could be good. Yeah. No, it wasn't good. Just the way they were like, hey, I'm normal Miles Teller. And then it's like, inject, and then it's just like, oh, now I'm sad. You know what I mean? It's like the way it just was like normal, normal, oh, emotion. I was like, this is shit. Was that Miles Teller's fault or
0: the story's
1: fault? I think it was... Well, it wasn't Miles Teller, the only one that was shit at it, so... <laughs> okay, all right. So, story fault. It was just the way that they kind of transitioned into whatever drug they were getting injected. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Anyway. It was a bit shit.
0: My rant goes back to something you said just before. There's more than 12 leading men in Hollywood.
1: But people kind of swing, you know, swings and roundabouts...
0: Yeah, but we don't need these, someone to be in every movie. We don't need every movie to have Mole's Teller in it for a while. He's yeah. great in Top Gun. Yeah. We don't need every movie to have Chris Hemsworth in it for a while. We don't actually need Chris Evans to be the voice of Lightyear. Yeah.
1: Like... Oh, it's Give like someone else's. Twenty twenty one was the year of Chalamet yes, yeah, and Zendaya.
0: Sh- Chalamet and Zendaya in everything, yeah. Unnecessary,
1: but you, but also as an actor, you're like I'm taking this. I'm I'm hot now. Of I'm course. getting this. No, I'm getting this
0: money. As an actor, of course you're taking every opportunity. But as that other skinny, pretty boy that grew up sitting next to Chalamet in the audition rooms,
1: Tom Holland. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well. <laughs> He also gets Zendaya. Ooh. He he wins because he's actually dating Zendaya and Chalamet is yeah. not. But you just, I don't know. I just would like to see
1: more actors. More actors. You know why? It's because people watch movies nowadays <laughs> based on who's in them, not what yes. they're about. Yes. It's more, well, that's not true because it's always been that way. Yeah, you know it's uh, yeah. this. This issue has always been this issue. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch that Catherine Hepburn Spencer Tracy movie. Yeah, you know which one? One of the ten that they, you know, and in
0: the golden days, yeah, a studio Why would you sign when you- <laughs> an actor for ten movies or whatever. Yeah, and so they would pop up once a year for the studio. Yeah, but the fact that. Someone now, like Chalamet had three movies last year. Didn't he have, like, four? Dune. Dune. The French Dispatch. French Dispatch. Yeah. Um, Something else? Yeah. He had three (laughs) or four. I hope so, or our argument's really (laughs) fallen on its ass. Well,
1: Zendaya was in Dune. She's been in Euphoria. She was in Spider-Man. Don't look up. Don't look up.
0: Was Timothy Chalamet. So I think three. Yeah. And I'm not saying I want to see less of Tim- Timothy Chalamet on my screen.
1: You're saying that you want more variety on your screen. Yes.
0: So last year, oh, hang on. Our oh, video short, Cadillac Hands free. Edgar Hands. He was in the French Dispatch Dune.
1: I see doing a re- and doing look a new Edward Hands.
0: this year. He has Dune two. Uh Bones and All. Yeah, sounds bad. Intergalactic. no nah. Wonka. Ah. And Dune part two. Dune part two is this year. Next year, is it? Twenty twenty three. And right. Wonka is twenty twenty three as well. So he's right. got two coming this year and
1: two next year.
0: Which is fair enough. Yeah. When the going is good.
1: I get you go. what you're saying though. Um, Share it around a bit I, speaking of sequels I saw something in the news this week about an upcoming sequel Yeah And I had to look into it because I wasn't sure if it was a joke or not
0: Was it the one we referenced last week of the sequel of Beetlejuice?
1: No Okay It is the sequel of Todd Phillips' Joker Oh, okay With Joaquin Phoenix in it Yep. That Lady Gaga is in talks to play Harley Quinn in the thing. Oh, okay. which kind of goes back to the rant of last week of writing new fucking movies.
0: It also goes back to the rant of Lady Gaga's very hot at the moment. The Doesn't thing, go that far back.
1: The thing that I had to check is the little tagline of the um, article. If you read it, that the movie will also reportedly be a musical. No. So I have to look into it. And I think it might be well, it's true that Lady Gaga is in talks to star opposite Joaquin Phoenix as Harley Quinn, right? Yes. And which I think could be quite good. I think she'd be good as Harley Quinn.
0: Uh in that style. The, yes.
1: Uh, true. Hollywood's HOD reporter sources also say that the sequel will be a musical.
0: Well, that doesn't make sense because the first one's not a mu- Although the first one is a little bit like in your head. So if what it's if, a musical, it's like he's gone a bit mad. What if
1: he's not in it as much? But it's like how in the first in the first one, in Joker, he wants to be a comedian. Yes. What if Harley Quinn wants to be a singer? And then she goes crazy and shoots... Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. um, Robert De Niro.
1: Kelly Clarkson on her talk show. Maybe not that. Yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. Maybe that's what it'll be. Maybe that is it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, other... and has talked about introducing a romance with her comic book girlfriend, Poison Ivy. Oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: So... Timothy Chalamet played Edgar Scissorhands in an ad for Cadillac on a Super Bowl ad for Cadillac. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, and since then, Timothy Chalamet has said he'd love to play the role, and Johnny Depp has said he'd love to get on board with an Edward Scissorhands too. Which, according to the Hollywood media, means it's happening. Oh yeah, if, if yeah, but, if Johnny uh, Depp
1: says I'd like to, then it's happening.
0: Tim Burton has no interest in making another one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, we know how he feels about sequels because the Beetlejuice 2 was shit and he didn't even want to do Batman Returns in uh, the first place. But yep. he did and we reviewed it recently on Two Drinks Cinema.
1: Um, you know what I'm looking forward to? Something comes out next week. What? Or we'll slash this week. Elvis movie comes out. Oh, yes. So I'm going to have to see that as soon as possible.
0: Oh, I read one headline that said, not even Austin Butler could save this Elvis. Apparently.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: something else that's coming. Speaking of icons of that era, is oh. Anna de Armas mm. playing uh, Marilyn Monroe in Netflix's Blonde with a lowercase e. The lowercase way it's B? written. No, the e. No, it's not a lowercase. It's type, and then the e is written in chalk or something in the oh, logo. Right. Yeah. Anyway. You did what you bagged people for I know two weeks. I was just gonna say that last week. so I saw that a trailer had come out and so I messaged you and yeah. said we have to watch this trailer and you messaged back and said I've just watched it. I'm not convinced Then I went yes. onto YouTube to find the trailer it's in uh, one minute and three seconds yeah uh, which is called a teaser but you're not convinced. <laughs>
1: Last week I said teaser trailer for a league of their own and people were like, er, Urbit, you can't be Gina Davis. That's over overreaction. My being I'm not that convinced is that I'm not convinced of the casting. Well And I'm not convinced that the one minute trailer makes her look like an insane person. Well, I think I think part of the point of it is
0: that it is showing What we didn't see of Marilyn. Yeah. And it is highlighting the mental struggles of being Marilyn Monroe. Mm. Uh, And I think that with the title just being blonde is also kind of highlighting that that's how she is known. Yeah. She was just the blonde bombshell. And so I think... It's giving those hints in the teaser that it's going to be more than just look how fun Marilyn and how hot Marilyn Monroe w- was. I think Anna de Armas is very talented. Yeah, I've only seen her uh, twice with Daniel Craig, and she was very good in is
1: Daniel Craig in this one. No, unfortunately, that's play JFK.
0: No. Unfortunately, we don't get that great pairing of Anadamus mm. and Daniel Craig, but she's very good in Knives Out. Yes. yes. And she, although her role was short, she was very good in uh, No Time to Die. And I think between those two roles, she has shown a lot of versatility. Yeah. What? What's your point? So I, I don't think... <laughs> Acting-wise, this is beyond her.
1: I don't think acting-wise it might not be beyond her. I've only seen her in two movies.
0: Yes, but between those two movies, she's shown a lot of versatility.
1: You could have got people that looked... You could have got someone that looked more like Marilyn Monroe.
0: Well, this is one of my But Marilyn Monroe
1: is an easy person to just look for because you can put any person... In that wig and that dress, and be like, oh, it's Marilyn Monroe. How much does she look like her? That's true. This is one
0: of my things with biopics. And it's a thing I haven't decided yet on whether or not you cast for someone that looks like them or not, or whether you put makeup on someone to make them look like that someone. I think. I don't it, think Austin Butler looks that much like a young Elvis.
1: I think that there has to be similarities. Obviously with these days if you don't want anybody that looks like it you could get me up there and do CGI and make me yeah. look like Marilyn yeah. Monroe. Nobody would go and see that. <laughs> um but I I'm I don't know. I'm I'm not sure apparently people apparently somebody said like the director or the writer of this movie yeah said that it's going to piss a lot of people off. So Well I
0: think the pissing a lot of people off will be I I feel like it might almost have a little adding what he just said to that, it might be a little bit like she was messed up because of the way the media and the people But I don't understand how
1: telling that story could piss people off when that was just like now a well known fact.
0: Unless the whole thing is a commentary on how the people treat celebrities. Maybe. And when you hold up a mirror to people with those kind of things, they don't like it. Maybe.
1: I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah. When does it come out? I don't know. Okay, that's good. <laughs> um, you know, one thing now I'm looking forward to that also comes out this week slash tomorrow, yep. if I'm calculating the release date of this episode correctly.
0: Okay. Tomorrow is the 22nd of June. Yes, good. (laughs) Uh, The third season of
1: Umbrella Academy.
0: I am not looking forward to it. Oh, really? I did not watch the second season. Oh. It is a show, and I know a lot of shows do this on purpose. It's a show. It is a show where one sentence could have fixed the whole thing. If number five had flown back in time, not flown... Yeah, traveled traveled yeah back in time and said this is what we need to do fixed.
1: okay instead I get what you' saying we
0: got 10 episodes of stupid sibling bickery.
1: Yeah, that's what's
0: great about it um, I am though looking forward to uh, the Facebook comment warriors complaining that uh, Vanya is now Victor.
1: I don't think people will complain about it. People did when it was
0: announced. Well, people are transphobes. Because, and you know what one of their comments was? It is unrealistic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was going to say it that. It's like,
0: this man lives on the moon and is half gorilla. There's a talking yeah. <laughs> monkey and this 70-year-old man is 14.
1: Yeah. Don't I was, worry about realism. I was thinking that. And then when people were like, oh, how would they do it? How would they fix it? I'm like, maybe it's the same thing that happened in real life and yeah. they just transition. Yep. Maybe maybe that's all that happened. We don't yeah. need to overcomplicate it.
0: May, or maybe that could be the one of the reasons that Vanya is so depressed and angry in season one and two is because she's really Victor. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's
1: a Do. Whole story.
0: And Elliot Page gets to tell their story in their show
1: as yeah. well as in their Rather Instagram. Rather than just being like... Recast because you've transitioned Yeah Uh, I am looking forward to seeing how That Is done Is done But I am hoping it is just Hey guys, transitioned Great, thanks Moving on I would
0: be disappointed If they made some science fiction I would Stop watching Well, and I feel like They wouldn't do that And Elliot Page would not Be in the show Yeah to be like, oh, we did this other experiment, and now <laughs> Vanya is Victor. Yeah. I think if someone came to Elliot with a script like that, uh, yes. then I'm not they experiment. would just go, "No, this is not how transitioning works, guys." Yeah.
1: I um, yes, that comes out. I'm looking forward to watching that. Who knows? I might have finished the whole series by our next episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you can tell me whether I should go back and watch season
1: two. Um. Season After one was better three. than season
0: two. Generally, that's how it goes.
1: Yeah, that's how most series goes. Um, that's it. I also saw a trailer. Yep, for the new movie adaptation of the stage musical that was adapted from the movie that was adapted High School Musical, from the, the
0: series, the musical, the series, the TV show, <laughs> the movie. Matilda. Oh, and Emma Thompson is Emma the Thompson big is Bowl. Okay. So Speaking of is, makeup, so this is Tim Minchin wrote a musical based yeah. on the movie. All now the these book. people have made a movie, movie based, based on based that on musical. Tim Minchin's musical. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that
1: will be good. It looks all right. Well, it's Tim Minchin's music, and bringing it back to No Time to Die, it's also got Lashana Lynch in it.
0: Oh, okay. Good. There you go. Yeah. Not
1: Daniel Craig playing no. Matilda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> CGI'd,
0: as they do. Uh, thank you Brett Thank you Lee Thank you for listening To another episode Of Two Drink Cinema I'm sure we've given you A lot to watch And a lot not to watch uh, If there's anything Or one thing Yeah <laughs> if, uh, if there's anything You'd like us to watch want, I'll watch an episode Of anything For anyone And then I'll I tell won't. you If it grabs me
1: <laughs> I'll watch an episode Of anything That you want to watch But I'm not watching a movie If somebody says, can you watch this and tell me what you think? And they say, watch fucking Captain America. Go fuck yourself. I'm not Uh, watching it.
0: Captain America's good. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Odd Socks Entertainment. Make sure you have hit subscribe and make sure that you follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. have a chat an open honest chat join best mates lee and jeff as they strip back everything literally and figuratively to have an open conversation about life no pants no problems make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode join the conversation by following us on facebook and twitter at no pants pod